Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to Build Your Business with your host Yazid Kamaldin. So in this first episode of Build Your Business, we are aiming to motivate people and just even yourself listening, we want to motivate and encourage people to start their own businesses. And we have spoken just previously now to an entrepreneur and you were saying, you know, a big part of this is about self-belief and passion. You should have a passion for, for, for what you are doing and hopefully try to think about solving a problem in your community because those are all good ways of starting a business. We do thank you also for your input. We have received a couple of SMSs uh, just to read it out so that we ensure you know that we, we cover that. It says, Salam, I always had a vision to have a business in the food line from home. In the last few years, it is so risky as there are certain elements who would rob and hurt you in our area. Most of the corner shopkeepers were robbed. Of course, that is a problem in our society. Unfortunately, crime does impact ne- very negatively on business. Um, you know, that's really a, a question about safety more than about, you know, um, starting your own business. Um, do note that we will be writing down these questions and next week in our show we would be asking Brian, you know, our expert who, who is on to answer some of these. The other question is, I want to sell my clothing that I sew. How would I work out my markup, etc.? Example, I buy four meters of fabric at 30 rand per meter and my labor is about an hour. Please help. For sure, we definitely would love to help you. Please stay tuned to build your business. We will be on Voice of the Cape Community Radio Station every week, every Tuesday, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Now, up next, we will be interviewing a very inspiring young lady. Jamila Moodley, welcome to Voice of the Cape Community Radio Station. Thank you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I am Jamila Moodley and at the age of 66, I feel humbled and honored to share my experience of a historic event which played itself out last week. I am the chairperson of the Peru Informal Sector and I serve on the Western Cape Informal Traders Coalition on the executive. Uh, 30 informal traders from various Cape uh, metro areas graduated at Cape Town College with courses in financial management, marketing and entrepreneurship, and other facets of business management. I was one of them. Uh, the government has ide- identified the informal business sector as a major contributor to job uh, creation and po- poverty alleviation. The government, via its Department of Small Business Development, initiated the informal traders training program. Uh, okay. Can yes. I ask you a couple of questions? All right. Okay. Um, can you tell me what inspired you to go and do a course in small business or in, in business? Well, actually, uh, uh, something like this is going to... Uh, help us uh, reaching our goals and going into a more fo- a formalized model of business instead of just remaining on the informal sector. We ran our business with knowledge and no college. We are now equipped with knowledge and college. And I'm sure that is going to be uh, an advantage to our businesses. 
So when the government rolled out this program, we took the opportunity, we actually grabbed this opportunity, I would rather say, because it's going to enhance our businesses. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm sure uh, many other people out there uh, uh, are not working. They want to come into uh, do some sort of business. Uh, The informal sector is also uh, something that I would ask, uh, you know, it would be very nice if they can go into some sort of business. And informal business, I don't like using the word informal because we are businesses and uh, uh, we are micro traders, rather, I would say that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, if they want to apply, they can go to the city of Cape Town. Uh, all areas, we are on the Western Cape body, so you can go to Mitchell's Plain, you can go to Belleville, Caro and uh, Bishop Lavers, Bontyville, uh, all these places and fill in application forms because there are a lot of open spaces. And they can, I'm sure, they can uh, uh, uplift themselves by going and applying and uh, getting these places and they can do something for the families. So you're saying that they are places available for people who want to do the small business to do this all play. areas yes that's great that's great so somebody sitting at home might be thinking okay cool there's a place where i can go and learn more about business but would you what do you learn what when you go on a course like this what are the fundamentals and the basics that they impart to the students well actually uh i I didn't know that I would be able to do this because it was a frightening thought at this age. Uh, but when we got there, we were in class and we felt so welcomed by the lecturer. And now at least I can manage my finance better. I can market better. I can. Uh, there's a lot of things that we didn't do which we took uh, for advantage on our market. But now that we're equipped with, uh, with uh, these courses that we have completed, it's going to really and truly uplift and enhance our businesses. Okay. In terms of your business, wh- how has it helped you to grow in terms of not just the, 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 the day-to-day things, but did you also grow more confidence now that you had the knowledge? Uh, sorry, can you repeat? You know, that? when you when you did your course, uh, did it also give you more confidence? Oh yes, definitely. It was like butterflies in our stomach throughout the course, and it was such. A, 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 it was very uh, inspiring because uh, even when we were graduated, it was uh, they didn't. It was a very glittering uh, uh, event. Where, whereby we had uh, the director of the city was there because we directly we, we work with them, uh, Mr. Siganda. We we had a few uh, uh, leading role players from other departments, from the Metro Police, from SEPs, from uh, law enforcement, because we work with them for uh, obviously for compliance that uh, the traders. And uh, you know we we keep to the compliance the laws of the of the city. So they were all there because they felt we being the leaders we we must set the example. And how do we set the example when we don't uh, we don't empower ourselves with this kind of empowerment that we've got? We are now uh, I would say I don't want to be uh, again. I'll repeat as an informal sector. I'm a businesswoman now. 
I, I always tell, I used to say, I mean, I work in the informal sector, but I, I, I don't want to say that again because I feel coming out of college and being equipped with these uh, causes, I really want to, uh, to, to take it back to the market. What do you think this kind of education can do no? for the self-confidence of somebody who is sitting at home and thinking about what they can do with their lives in terms of getting up and starting their own business? I think uh, this is very inspirational because the, the reason why I'm going to say, uh, say this, after I did this course, I have spoken to a few of my own family and uh, I, I passed this message on to them that how important this course was, that if some people in my neighborhood or friends that are going through some struggle, I feel I'm equipped to help them as well. Uh, probably not financially, but helping them to uh, whatever I've gained out of this, I, I would like to pass it on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. To them, so it can uh, it's it's empowerment. At the end of the day, I haven't only empowered myself, and I'm sure the other thirty students that uh, graduated with me. Uh, we want to hold hands and take this further. I read an interesting thing on the internet the other day. It said that when you support a small business, you are not just paying the profits of a chief executive officer sitting somewhere in an ivory tower. You are actually helping a father to buy food for their family, you're helping a mother to buy clothes for a child, you're helping a young person to further their education. So yes, that's, that's it. I've got three grandsons, and I'm sure uh, at some stage uh, I was just their granny and I've been uh, a, a, a trader on the informal, but now I've got much more experience. I can pass it on to them as well. Like the lecturer said that uh, he's, the, he's the lecturer. He lectures us. He teaches us. But he also gained experience from us because we actually did the practical. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you about your business. Would you mind sharing with us uh, what kind of business do you have? What do you do? Well, I'm in the clothing business. I'm in the crockery business. I do bags. So you sell ready-made goods? Yes. Okay, okay. And but there are a lot of us, uh, sorry, that the students that, uh, that do their own sewing, uh, that they, uh, they work from, uh, from home, they do uh, uh, catering. We also formed a co- uh, co-op whereby we are in the catering business. We just started. We are busy to, uh, uh, to draw up our constitution. Go, uh, according to the constitution, they need us to... Uh, to be uh, compliant with the SARS and what have you, so we're busy on that road as well. What do you think? That's an empowerment basis because there's so many uh, women out there that don't know their rights. And it's all areas. It's different people from Guguletu, from Yanga, Langa, all these areas. We have got together the women and we, have op- we are opening uh, uh, like uh, catering and stuff like that, corporatists. Mm-hmm. What are the characteristics, would you say, of someone, you know, what, what are the characteristics rather that someone should have uh, when, when they want to start a business? I mean, what are some of the things? Uh, Brian said earlier, you know, you have to be someone who, who has self-belief. He said you have to be someone who 
is willing to solve a problem. From your side, what do you think will make a successful business person? Well, I am that person. I, I, uh, and I say that to myself all, all the time. If you love yourself and if you go out there, you, you respect people and you, your business grows from strength to strength because you, whatever knowledge you got, experience, you got the love, the respect, you got to give it out. You got to give to get. Aha, uh-huh. respect people. Wow, that's yes, important. Yes, you got to respect people. That sh- should be your priority in life. And as a Muslim, as a human being, as a mother, as a grandmother, I think that's uh, very, very important. That when you're out there, you've got your customer. If you don't greet them, even if they're Christian, whoever they are, you can give that beautiful smile and that good morning and assalamu alaikum. It is very important. Yeah. Jamila, is it true that you are a revert? Yes, I am. Wow, mashallah. When did you actually embrace Islam? Well, it's uh, some years ago, my oh, husband okay. and I embraced okay. the religion. And I feel so honored to, on the radio station, to say my greatest gift that Allah has given me is that my eldest grandson is going to be completing his half his Quran this year. Inshallah. Inshallah. I mean. So, yeah, respecting your customer is really vital. Eh? And, I mean, that's, of course, part of the ethics now of business. We can come to the practical things, things like, okay, well, respecting someone else is a practical because it's something that you do. The practical things would be, okay, you need a business plan or, or you know, the, the research and all those things. But the ethics of running a business, respecting people, that's so vital. It's so important and vital, yes. It's your interacting with your customer interacting with your your neighbors uh, around you uh, not to be jealous of your your neighbors maybe you are doing clothing and all of a sudden you see what Allah has put out your rizik has been put out already if you don't envy and you uh, I I live that life and I'm sure a lot of other people feel the same as I feel because that has been put out to us that Rizik comes from Allah. And if you have that in your business, you have that in your home, you have that in your neighborhood. I hope some of my neighbors are listening because they know Jamila Moodley so well. I live that life and I would like to pass it on to others. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Jamila Moodley, shukran so much for sharing your story with us. There are so many more questions that I would have loved to ask you. Unfortunately, we just have a limited time for this program called Build Your Business. And we do wish you success in your business. Thank you again. Shukran for taking the time to talk to us. Well, listener, we are now drawing to the end of our program, the first edition of Build Your Business. We had a listener asking us, could you please forward Brian's contact details to me? Well, Brian did say that he loves answering questions and you could phone him on 021-701-1725. That's 021-701-1725. Repeat it one more time, 021-701-1725. If you have any questions for Brian, he was our expert on the show earlier this evening. So Build Your Business will be running every week, Tuesday, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. here on your community radio station, Voice Over the Cape. Please feel free to be in contact with us. You can SMS to 47913. That's 47913. You can also phone us. Please do phone the radio station. We'd love to have small business people on the show 
to inspire others, the number is 021 I'll be back next week, inshallah. My name is Yazid Kamaldin, and next week we'll be talking more about how you can build your business.